Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Good Morning Hospitality. I'm here with Mario, Jimmy, and our special guest, Antha. And today, I want to welcome you to this special episode where we're discussing um, drugs and alcohol and mental health in the workplace, and specifically in the hospitality industry. And this issue is relevant because it is a new emerging issue in the industry and it needs to be more focused on. So we're gonna go into what everybody individually thinks about the situation and kind of like what they focused on when um, researching this topic. And then we are going to go into a Q&A session where basically we're going to ask each other questions and we're just going to feed off each other. Hi everyone, we are back with the hot topic section section segment. And today I'm going to be discussing kind of like kind of what I researched and then we're going to pass it off to Mario, then Jimmy, then Bentha, our special guest. So I researched the topic of mental health in the workplace and what kind of stood out to me about this issue is kind of like in hospitality, it's known that we're to like put ourselves before others. Uh, like uh, like go over uh, over and beyond for other people and we kind of put others for ourselves and that's kind of like what the cause is for the mental health is we kind of don't think about ourselves about others first so the issue with this discussing this issue is it's not really talked about enough in in hospitality specifically like in the world it's talked about all the time, but not specifically in hospitality, because like I said, it's known that we put ourselves for others. So they, people are like, oh, like, what's the problem with that? But there is a problem because 23.8% of people working in the hospitality industry have reported mental health problems. And the other problem with this is that with a problem always with the problem there's like a bad stigma around it and problems are like known to be bad so um yeah and specifically therapy like getting therapy is like there's a bad stigma around that and the article i read they're trying to get away from that bad stigma the people um at chow and Vale, they are trying to get away from that bad stigma and just have discussion groups instead of like specifically therapy or something like that so yeah i'll pass it over to mario thank you caroline that's an interesting fact and i think the the mental issue is really common in in a lot of industry not the only the hospitality industry and i found the article is about smart drugs and it helps to and it's probably going to help to cure the the mental health or, or lower your stress um, and the truth is this kind of smart jack is really useful. And imagine a situation you are managing the same team for past five years. Then one day you find out 
that you most successful employee use the cognitive enhancing drugs on the job. So what do you think about that? That's really, I mean, you, you can't believe that. I mean, if I'm the manager and because these drugs are, are from the, for the most part are safe, effective, and easy to get. So they present several ethical challenges for both workers and organizations. Now I'll pass this to, the, to Jimmy. Thank you, Mario. I'll share my point of view. So according to an article I read and personal experience I had in the food service industry, drug issues and mental health could not only be a severe problem in the uh, hospitality industry, but also in local societies and communities. This is because um, there are approximately 40 million workers in the restaurant industry, besides 80% of male and 64% um, of female food service workers engage in risky and potentially harmful patterns of drinking. Therefore, there are around 8 million males and 2 million females engaging in risky drinking approximately. Disordered drinking could lead to low work efficiency and a high turnover rate for food service workers. Also, sometimes drinking could lead to lower security levels in local society and the uh, community. And um, Bentha, what's your views? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me. Mm -hmm. uh, I really would like to discuss this topic for you, also to the listeners, because I think this is really interesting and plays a big role these days. Um, I think that is also quite remarkable that the mental health uh, plays a very, very big role in the hospitality industry today. Um, this is also something that I hear a lot in my classes at Hotel Management School Maastricht, and we discuss this topic a lot. Um, you know, I know that employees increasingly um, feel a great workload for, um, you know, that can lead to mental health problems because competition is getting higher. Everything was increasingly digital these days. So human replacement is also lurking, you know. And from my own experience, I also know many people who feel, um, how do you say, mutual pressure. Uh, when they compare the sums, themselves to uh, their colleagues on the work floor. So colleagues are competing um, among themselves for promotion, for example, and that brings quite a lot of stress. And I think this is something very important for employers to, to keep in mind and to put attention on because to, you want to still have your employees present at their best way. Um, so yeah, that's one of my findings that I thought it was really, really remarkable and important uh, on this topic. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you all guys for that sharing. That was very that, interesting that um, you brought up the point that also people are competing with their colleagues. I didn't really see it that way before. So that's like an interesting take on that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was quite, um, you know, I experienced myself because I work um, at Falstaff and, you know, everyone has just become a team leader or something like that. And that was also a position that I would really like to have. So I do not have mental health problems, but I could imagine that when you're putting on a higher level, 
that people keep on comparing themselves with other colleagues and, you know, be quite sad about some decisions that are made, um, that you're not allowed to, to be in a position which you would like to have, you know? Yeah, yeah those are good points. Alrighty. Hi, everyone. We are back. So now we, I would like to add to our discussion some solutions that managers can put into place when experiencing difficulties, not, not just difficulties, but just in general to help ease the mental health issue in the hospitality industry. So some things they can implement is they can also, they can get in contact with some mental health experts within the hospitality industry like Chow and look to that to them for some relief. They can try to set up mental health training courses and um, use the, the discussion groups to their benefit. And they can also give employees um, same task because they like our minds like consistency so overall without even noticing it can help with our mental health so even if you somebody isn't struggling with that just just something to do as a extra thing is give employees the same type of tasks so that's a very good solution and for me uh i found that the 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 report indicate that the US military has experimented with the with a kind of smart drugs that has few side effects when used in the control environment. And the the, the drug has been recognized as the world's first smart drug. And the benefit of a such drug could be welcome in some organizations like the hospitality industry or other in organizations or industry and the smart or smart drugs has been proved effective in enhancing cognitive abilities according to to the study by the Harvard Medical School and also the Oxford and a lot. Then the those smart drugs has been shown to improve planning, decision making, learning and career activities for those who are not sleep deprived and it has helped sleep deprived surgeons become better planner and decision makers okay um thank you mario so my i think my practice is like a little bit similar to yours um one practice i'm thinking to address this issue is that um organizations could come up with a mental health program that provides free diagnosis and treatments to employees. But using this program, employees can easily access help. So they, they don't need to spend a whole day in a hospital or clinic to wait in line. They also don't have any economic worries because our program is free for all. So, um, I think this will be more convenient for them to seek help and they may be more willing to take treatments and finally address the issue. 
Yeah, um, I have also something to say about this. Um, as I mentioned before, um, is that it, the, this topic about mental health and drug issues is a very important thing for employers to pay attention on. Um, after all, you want every employee, um, how do you say, employee, <laughs> to feel um, comfortable in the workplace and be able to perform their duties well as they can. And I think it's very important that you try to prevent rather than solve mental problems. And I also think that personal intention plays a big, big role in this. Um, for example, schedule many conversations with your employees to have a sharp sense of how they're doing, um, if they have something on their mind, what is bothering them, and if there are any, any things that could be improved on the workflow, for example. And you could also organize team, team things, how do you say, um, like nice things you could do to build a, a really, really good team together. Um, for example, to, to stimulate the group spirit, you know? And I think in this way, people will feel more at home at the work floor within the team and could also discuss sensitive, um, sensitive things better. So I think this is a really important thing in hospitality industry to apply um, to keep your employees yeah well to keep them happy actually <laughs> yeah I agree I think it's like you said I think it's a good idea to like keep the conversation going about it like yeah ask your employees like how they're doing and everything and like let them know that yeah yeah they come to that thing and everything like that so I think that was a good point yeah thank you Hey everyone, I or good morning everyone. I am back with Mario, Jimmy, and Bentha, and we are going to leave the floor open for an open discussion right now. So yeah. So I so does anybody so when we talk about these issues, there's like a bad stigma around all of these topics. So is there like some way we can like reduce the stigma? So I honestly, I think that um, we can reduce it by just kind of kind of uh, getting away from the term, like the bad terms like therapy or just, we can just talk about, make it like a normal thing. The only reason why there's like not the only reason but the reason why there's kind of a bad stigma is because these are all known as like problems and like with problems they're kind of like not really it's not normal like the like to have an issue with drugs and alcohol like mental health like it's not normal it's a problem so we just gotta like normalize it and let people know that there is you can recover from it and there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess, as cheesy as that sounds. So, yeah. Thank you, Caroline. Um, to be honest, I never consider there's a really a severe basic amount around the drug issue thing or a drink issue. Cause I really think this problem is just like normal, like, anything else um 
some people just have this issue, like drink a lot, have to drink all the time. But、uh, I think you can address this, like、uh, get away of this basic stigma by、um, attending some like AA meetings to keep you clear like that. Yeah, I agree. Like that's a good way to look at it. Like you don't think there's a big sting, bad stigma about it, which is like good. Like that's kind of like what needs to happen. Like people need to see it like as not. Like the end goal, the end game. Like that's kind of like relating. It's kind of off topic, but、um, relating back to kind of school. Like with me, it's kind of like not about the grades in the beginning of the semester. It's also about like the A. Like I might start from a C and then I get to an A. Like it's kind of like you gotta get like it's yeah. You're dealing with like a drug issue, but at the end, as long as you get help and you get come out of it on the other side, like it's all good. Just figure it out, you know. Yeah, I'm agree with you. I agree with you guys, but、um, one thing that that crossed my mind right now is that I have a double double feeling about this actually, because you know people like to talk, and、um, because when people use drugs, you know, it's also always seen as something negative. There is a negative stigma around it, and I think that it's important to realize for people that. Someone just needs help, you know, instead of constantly gossiping or something, because that is what people do when they, when you're seeing that people are using drugs on work floor because they are affected by mental health. Then you know the the whole atmosphere on the work floor is influenced by that because people start talking with each other, and I think that the first thing you should do is mention to someone who is higher up in a position. And you know, should it put put it on their attention, you know, instead of gossiping about around it? I think that is really important. I don't know how do you think, guys? Think yeah, I agree. Like people will start talking. Like they will like if they hear like, oh, Susie's dealing with、um, a a weed addiction or something like that. They're gonna start talking and everything. So it is very hard for those people. But people just need to know. Like it's kind of like. Dealing with like cancer, like when you hear somebody has cancer, it's like, oh my、yeah. gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, you need any help? Like, how can I help you make this easier? Like, are you getting treatment? Everything. Like, people don't talk about that. Like, when somebody says they have cancer, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, everything, and like they don't talk about it, like badly, like other people would, would with drug use. So, yeah. yeah. But that that had also to do、uh, something with embarrassment. You know, because、um, when you're having cancer, for example, the example you gave, then that is a topic、um, where a lot of people do not feel really, really embarrassed about when you're comparing with a topic like drugs or alcohol problems. You know, because people try to hide their problems, and I think that is a big difference. True, and it's like they can't help it. Like addiction, you can't help addiction. Like. It's、yeah. kind of like cancer, like it's a disease. Addiction is kind of like a disease. Like you can't help it. Like once you get into it, you can't. It's hard to get out. Like you dug yourself in a hole. Like you need help.、Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like the thing with it. Cool, Mario. Do you agree, or what do you think? Yeah, I'm sure that's 
I think more than half of people with mental illness don't receive the help from from their disorders. It's not only because the it's also it's also about the I think it's also have relationship with the stereotype and also the discrimination from public. And yeah. so like people with mental illness, most of the time the public always say that they're dangerous and they, they are I mean, they are, they are to blame for their disorder and they are unpredictable. So I think the thing is, we need to raise the attention from the to the to the public so that the those people with the like the mental illness need help. We need to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I so also think that on the sorry, Caroline. I think that is what I just mentioned before, that on the work floor, this is something for em employers to, to keep in mind, you know, because they're also aware that it's a really embarrassing topic for their, for their employees. So I think that you should uh, prevent this to, to not put it on the table, you know? And just uh, speak about this with with people because you know some employers think this is so embarrassing that it would not that it would not go by themselves uh, personal um, uh, to to speak to speak about this you know yeah yeah <clears throat> no I agree and um, kind of just to like maybe stray away from that topic a little bit, but like something I found kind of like surprising when researching is kind of like, I didn't expect more like on the mental health side, I didn't like expect that to be like such an issue, like in hospitality, just like kind of, it kind of like makes me kind of nervous to get into the industry, but like, I know I'm good. So I don't know, but kind of like, it's, it makes me come like makes me feel good that there's kind of research resources out there for people like discussion groups and like all that for me like maybe when I enter if I have issues with it I don't know I'm not saying I will I won't what but yeah 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 good point yeah so is there anything that like kind of surprised you guys when looking at the topic of like mental health and like drugs in the workplace and the hospitality industry specifically. Yeah, um, I have something that really surprised me, which is the status I searched. Uh, just like I mentioned in the first section, there's it's approximately 15, 14 million workers in the restaurant industry and 80% of male and 64% of female food service workers may engage in risky and potentially harmful patterns of drinking. So yeah, that surprised me because this is a really huge number. And so many people engaging risky drinking in the food service industry. There might be something we need to like highlight and uh, address in the future. Yeah. No, like, yeah, that is surprising to me because it's like, that's like really, like you said, it's a really big number and it's kind of like with me, I don't like, obviously I don't know what the future holds, but like with me, I'm kind of like getting over the whole drinking thing in college. Like I definitely don't see myself drinking as much in the future, but like, it's like interesting that like even 
after college, like when they're industry professionals, they're still turning to like heavy drinking and like drugs, which is like very surprising to me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Yeah, also, I like I, I like Logan's point. It's a bigger problem that everyone thinks, I guess. Yeah. That, that's why we're talking about it because it is a big new, well, not a new, it's like been an issue, but now it's like emerging, it's coming out. Like it's a big deal now. So it's like good that we're all talking about it and we're releasing this podcast for people to hear. Like, yeah, it's an issue and we all need to talk about it and stuff needs to be done. So, yeah. All right, guys, end this off. I'm Caroline, and I want to give off five words that kind of concludes what we talked about and kind of like what our topic was. So the five words I'm going to go with, I don't know if this will be five words when I say it, but I'm just going to say it. Um, it's not a problem if you have a solution. I think that's five words, but yeah. So I'm going to pass it off to Bentha. Um, thank you so much, Caroline. I think actually I need a lot of more words <laughs> for this topic, but I choose um, importance, safe environments, make things uh, negotiable, prevent, and the upcoming trends are lurking, which is important to keep an eye on. I will pass it on, Jimmy. Thank you, Bentha. Um, my kind of five-word sentence is... Um, Employee care program matters in organizations. So uh, next we'll go to uh, Mario. Yeah. So I I would like to give the give the words that uh, to the to the drug to the to the new new technology this kind of drug I think it is it, it is creative but it's immortal and it's. It's really surprising. I didn't get five words, but I only have three. I think that's that's all my point for the things I have. So do you guys have any concluding points? My concluding concluding point is that, um, yeah, mental health and drug issues and alcohol issues is kind of a new emerging issue or problem in the hospitality industry. And I like to emphasize at the end is that recovery is possible for all of these issues. There are solutions out there, there are um, resources, you just need to talk to the right people about it and and that if you're listening and you're struggling with these issues you're not alone and there's always solutions out there mario do you have anything to say about the issues then uh, yeah i think uh i think what i have the the conclusion is that the social is 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 about the the it's about the public it's not just uh the the people with the with the mental illnesses so 
everyone should take care of Jin and like we we are we are a group. We can we can, we can handle those problems together. What do you think, Jimmy? Um, I think this um drug and uh, mental health issue it looks big. Uh, it may be big, but if we find the right way to address it, like any solutions, uh, each of us discussed previous, we could solve this problem easily. So, what's your view, Benza? Thank you. Um, my concluding points are that this is very important to be aware that there is um, a shame on this subject and that you have to avoid it by making things discussable. Um, so take good care of your employees and yeah, take care of them and be aware that it's a really important thing for people. So yeah, I think these are my concluding points. Thank you. Yeah, so it seems like at the end of the day, we all have kind of same thought about this whole issue is, yeah, it's kind of a new emerging problem, but we need to get away from the bad stigma and get people help and recovery is possible. And yeah, that's how we want to end it. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. And we are Good Morning Hospitality. And we are signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. And thank